Without giving too much away of the plot of the movie, but the guy becomes very obsessive. Presumably that happens a lot in your life? A lot in my life, <laughs> not to this degree. No, <laughs> no, I mean, there's been people who have like, you know, it felt a little bit obsessive, but never to a point where I felt scared right. or like it was dangerous, yeah. you know, just intense. Yeah. Hey. For sure. <laughs> well, excuse me. Can't believe it. Here we are. Show number 10. Wow. What a journey it's been. October 19th, we kicked things off with this solo cast. And now, November 29th, we're on the 10th show. We're completing our J-Lo horror thriller trilogy with The Boy Next Door from 2015. Man, I remember seeing this movie in the theater. Never thought I'd be doing a review on it, but I'm so glad I did. I just got done watching it, and what a great time it was. Really cool movie. Great director. Rob Cohen did an excellent job with a really low, I think it was $4.7 million budget. 23 days to shoot the movie. Honestly, perfect casting, starting with J-Lo. I mean, she embodied this role. It was perfect for her. The situation, the way she looks, and the situation she was in, and all that, and her age was all pretty perfect for this. Ryan Guzman was the stalker dude, Noah, playing a 19-year-old at age 26. J-Lo was 44 at the time, maybe 45. The husband, John Corbett, was a great, great cast because he was the kind of guy who you should hate in this movie, you know? He, he cheated on J-Lo in their marriage. They've been separated for nine months, so you should hate this guy, but... I think the whole point of this movie is people and people making mistakes and they aren't the mistakes they make. Sometimes a good person can just make a mistake. Ryan Nelson was a great casting job as J-Lo's son. Everything really came together here. So we start things off, like I said, J-Lo was cheated on by her husband with his secretary in San Francisco. Her son doesn't want the dad out of his life. Movie opens nine months after he was caught. The dad's trying to patch things up every time he visits for his son, and he plans a camping trip with everybody. Trying to mend fences, get the family together again. I mean, she hasn't filed for divorce in those nine months. She's still holding on because she loved him and didn't want her marriage to fall apart, and she's really at her lowest point here. But then she realizes he's going to be in San Francisco the week before this trip he's planning. And, you know, that's where he was cheating. So brings up bad memories. She says, no way. Then in a sad scene, she goes into the bathroom and breaks down crying. And I just want to walk up to her and, and hold her and tell her, I would never cheat on you. Ever. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot I was on the air. Uh... 
Yeah, no, no, yeah, she's really sad. They meet the neighbor's nephew, Noah. Seems like a nice guy. Once again, she is absolutely stunning in this movie. Another far cry from Anaconda. <laughs> and don't just think that Anaconda, she didn't look that great because it was 1997 and she's not all, you know, J-Lo'd out yet. She looked good in the movie U-Turn. She looked good in Selena. Plenty of pre-J-Lo movies that she looked good. So Noah decides to bond with her son. His character is basically based on the writings of Homer. Crazy actions, all based on emotions, but the antagonist feels his actions are justified. I mean, they literally spell it out for you in the movie. Then we get to this unbelievably sexy scene. J-Lo's on her couch in her bedroom, wearing just a slip, a very high one. You could see most all of her legs, uh, and a little bit on that, you know, bottom of that booty cheek there. She puts on these high heels. Oh my god. And then she walks over to the window, and at which point she gets caught staring at Noah undressing. He turns around, sees her. She turns away, but then looks back over, knowing that he's probably going to see her look back over. Then her friend, who is the vice principal of the school. By the way, I still suck at this. J-Lo is a teacher at her son's high school, and Noah will be going to that same high school. Now, the vice principal is J-Lo's best friend, and she takes her out on a double date because J-Lo needs to meet someone new. At least that's what her best friend thinks. Get over the husband, dump him, divorce him, and move on. So she goes on a date and, wow, goes horribly wrong, horribly insulting. After this whole exchange, were you not thinking, wow, dude, that lame-ass argument was worth missing out on heaven? Why would you... Oof. Ah, priorities, priorities. That is the epitome of pick your battles, guys. But maybe the guy didn't think much of her. But listen, I know that not everyone sees her the same way I do. And they don't have to. I don't mind having her all to myself. So if I'm the only guy who's into J-Lo, that's fine. It wouldn't be good for her career, so I really don't want that to happen. But yeah, you know, none of us need a co-sign on our chicks, right? Some of you guys are into Ariana Grande. Some are you into Camila Cabello. Some of you are into Miley Cyrus. Some are you into Taylor Swift. Some of you are into Kim Kardashian. Whatever. You don't need no cosign, do you? All right, well, there you go. Nice to see where I'm coming from. So she has dinner with Noah. Then things get hot and heavy as we get to arguably her sexiest scene in a film. This dude is taking her clothes off kissing her all over her body. She's just standing there in a bra and panties. He's kissing her stomach. Sadly, these days, J-Lo doesn't do nudity, but you can catch little glimpses in the movie Money Train or U-Turn. It's one of the two. You'll find her laying down on the bed and you see a little nipple, but she's laying flat, so you don't really get the shape or anything or the size or anything. It's not as fulfilling as you would think. But she did pose nude for her art cover of her single in the morning so check that out j-lo in the morning nude but it's from the side and it doesn't we need a nice 45 degree angle if we're really gonna see what's doing so j-lo swears that she did not use a body double for this sex scene now there's a scene where he's holding her rack in his hands they're completely covered by him grabbing them 
and that's that's her for sure. So she let him do that, or she had her boyfriend at the time do that. I don't know. You know, it was only hands. You don't really know who was holding her, I guess. But then there's one scene where the dude puts his hand down her panties, and I just don't believe that was her legs and body in those panties that that hand went down. I just can't see her doing that. She wakes up after this crazy romp and totally regrets this. Noah flips out about her reaction to this. She's home. She's totally losing it. Her son came back and the husband came back from this trip they went on that she didn't choose to go on. The husband drops over for dinner. She drops the pie on the floor. There goes dessert. Noah shows up and he says in front of the husband, did you tell them what happened this weekend? And she didn't know what to say. And she goes, uh, yeah, a a thunderstorm. Then Noah says, yeah, it got pretty wet here. (laughs) I mean, wow, the balls, the audacity. And then the kid, her, and then her son says something about cookies. And then Noah says, yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I love your mother's cookies. (laughs) She then begins to sympathize with her hubby's cheating as she calls it a mistake. And now she really relates to making just one mistake and not having people hold it against her. You know, like a teacher sleeping with her student in high school. (laughs) You know, hold it against her, like fire her, put her in prison, all that stuff. So Noah gets into the son's head, turns him against his dad. J-Lo gets flowers from Noah unknowingly and calls the husband to thank him for the flowers. I swear, she gets sexier in every scene, too. I mean, you cannot take your eyes off this chick in this movie. She goes on a little date with the husband. He walks her to the door, then makes out with her. Man, I really need to continue my acting career. I shouldn't stop at Friday the 13th, Nine Lives. I gotta get into the Hollywood scene here. That's where the action is. Until they yell, cut. And she says, get off me. Noah sees the husband's car parked in front of the house for the night because he's just too tired, he wanted to crash. He starts remembering that night with him and J-Lo and all the flashbacks, thank God, start playing on screen. Now, supposedly, they filmed scenes where J-Lo was having sex with the husband now. So supposedly, she filmed two sex scenes for this movie. One with Noah and one with her husband. That girl was busy these 23 days. But they ended up cutting it from the film for whatever reason, so instead they just replayed Noah's sex scene with her. I would have liked to see a few different shots, but that's just me. And every guy, I hope. Anyway, so Noah flips out, sees her the next morning, and tells her it's game on. Noah then kicks the shit out of the bully who's picking on J-Lo's son, gets called into the vice principal's office. You know what I see? I see a pattern of disturbing behavior. Poor impulse control. You know what I see? A pathetic old woman who's trying to look and act like something she's not, something she'll never be. Because all she really is, is a dried up, dirty, fucking cunt. You're gone, you're expelled! Yes, you have to watch this movie and see this whole entire exchange. It is hilarious. It's the school dance. And J-Lo's a chaperone. She goes up to the bathroom and sees where Noah wrote, I fucked Claire Peterson on the bathroom wall in one foot tall letters. He dry humps her. She knees his nuts and says it's her word against his. Noah then gets head from the girl who took J-Lo's son to the dance. Jesus, that's dark. 
At school the next day, JLo goes into her classroom to find hundreds of pictures of her and Noah having sex printed and hung across the classroom by strings, all on the walls, writing on the board, and there are actually more pictures being produced as she's standing there pouring out of the printer. It is insane. The principal comes by, he's banging on the door, telling her to open the door as she scrambles trying to get rid of all these pictures. I don't even know if there's a garbage can big enough for all these. They're eight by tens and there's hundreds. But it's a really intense scene when this guy's banging on the door, gets his key out, goes to open it while she's trying to get all this crap out of here. And it is, yeah, just totally intense. But uh, yeah, she get, she cleans it all up right before he opens the door. And there is no way on earth that she could have actually done that in the time she had. But back to this, uh, these pictures. Uh, so he has video of his night with JLo and I gotta say I can't blame him. I'm, I'm sure if I had this chance, I would have totally strategically set up five or six cameras all around the room, trying to capture every angle, get really great lighting, maybe even a few mics here and there, in case she says my name. I can get rid of my porn collection, free up a terabyte on my computer, it'd be great. That's all I'd ever need. So the dad lets his son drive the Challenger the kid has a meltdown, still bitter at his dad, thanks to Noah, decides to drive 90 miles an hour on a twisty road. Suddenly the brakes and the clutch are gone. He has to drive into these gigantic water bucket barriers just to stop the car. Noah says he will never let her go. Again, I'd say the same thing. Noah then thinks he's following JLo in traffic, but she is in his house looking for the video of them. Another intense scene as, well, I guess you think he's speeding home while she makes her way to the basement, which is wall-to-wall -wall pictures of J-Lo. She is totally freaked out. I mean, this room looks like my locker at work or my phone or computer or man cave. It is just sick. There are pictures everywhere of this girl. The vice principal decided to help out after Claire told her what's going on with the whole fiasco. Noah ends up going to the vice principal's house, ties her up, while Claire's putting this all together from the files on his computer that he sabotaged the husband's challenger. He tricks JLo into going to the vice principal's house. JLo discovers Vicky with her throat cut. He murdered her. This is officially almost a horror movie. It's almost a slasher now. It's really an erotic thriller, but this movie is horror if it's your life. He brings JLo to the barn where her husband and son are tied up. The husband's knocked out. He wakes him up. JLo knocks Noah down with a steel bar. I don't know why she didn't keep going till he was dead. He's back up, starts pouring gas around the barn. I mean, for a second, I thought he was one of those gang members from Friday the 13th Part 3. You know, because you all know that they were stealing that gas to pour around the barn and burn it down, right? To pay back Shelly for running over his bike. You know? Dave? Come on, Dave. <laughs> he sets the barn up in flames. The husband gets loose, then gets shot. JLo stabs Noah in the eye with an EpiPen with a big-ass needle on it. She sticks her thumb in his eye during a struggle. Then, in, I'm so torn on this scene. 
J-Lo then hits this, or unties this rope, which brings a V8 engine down on Noah, killing him. It's a great moment, but severely lacks in score. I mean, the music didn't make you feel like that was the end of the movie, or the end of the battle, or anything like that. Like, it's so weird, this movie's so good, it, it hits all the right beats, it's paced perfectly, great casting, cool intense scenes, it had everything going right. And then you get to the end, and because there's no ta-da when she does this, musically I mean, it doesn't feel like an epic ending. You just change the music there, and man, you'd, you'd walk away from this saying, that was a good movie, that was really, really good. I'm still gonna say that. But I don't think everyone is saying that because of a little thing like that. You wouldn't believe the impact score has on you. Anyway, the movie's over. Looks like the husband's gonna live, the family's back together, and Noah is dead. Extremely well-made movie. Great directing. A great time had while watching this. I'm so glad I added this in, made it a JLo trilogy. She deserves it. Great actress, should be recognized, not just for being hot. This girl has work ethic. I think she produced this movie. But yeah, it's been a great time. JLo said she wanted to play the part of Claire because she could, it was very relatable. Not that she did these things in her life, but she could just feel the journey of Claire. And I have to say, I can definitely sympathize with the plight of Noah. I get it, dude. You had a chick like that, and what I've been saying for years, how do you blow it with a chick like that? A-Rod is alone because he blew it. A handful of guys did. And how do you? Ben Affleck knew enough to get back with J-Lo. Smartest decision he ever made besides initially trying to get with her in the first place. And let's hope it's happily ever after. She's done everything in life. She's accomplished it all. There's just one thing remaining. And let's hope that the journey to that happy ending started in May of 2021. Benefer for life. I give this movie a 4.5 out of 5. It was great. Highly recommend it. And now we have to say goodbye to my goddess and go back to just regular movie reviews. Fun while it lasted. Thanks for letting me get that out. I'll always remember November 2021. Gobble, gobble.